So I learned today that uh, diarrhea is hereditary. <laughs> it runs in your pants. <laughs> episode 8. <laughs> Here we are. It's Garage Party Podcast, Episode 8. Streaming Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. I missed the joke last week. You did. In fact, you should have brought two to the table this week just to make up for it. Maybe. Maybe I do have one on my sleeve. Ooh. Might have a joke in the waiting. Possibly. Lying in the weeds. Good stuff. That's actually one of your better ones. That's almost up there with... Uh, <laughs> quick, hear about that actress who got, zinger. Hear about that actress who got stabbed? <laughs> Reese Witherspoon? With a knife. I think that was your, your kickoff to the whole, uh, the whole joke extravaganza. Yep. Well... Here we are, episode eight, Garage Party Podcast. You'll Ocho. notice, Ocho. You'll notice we got a uh, little backdrop for you now for our YouTube viewers. You'll see um, nice, uh, nice poster that we put together of our logo. Throw it on that back wall behind us. Gives us a little bit more of a studio feel. Um, looks really good. I think you did a good job with it. You ordered this a couple days ago. It was very, quick. very quick. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah, it got <laughs> here in what, like two and a half days? Not even, like a day and a half. When did I order it? I ordered it when we were on the phone the other night. Yeah. And, Two days. Uh, yeah. Less, Two days. really. Less. It came, it was at my door at 9 a.m. this morning. Yeah. Great job by them. They did a good two, job. Two-day banners. Two-day banners. Great job by two-day banners. Free plug for two-day banners. That's good job. right. Great job. They did a real solid job. Got it here quickly in time for recording day. Gives us a little nice backdrop there for you YouTube viewers to look at. So episode eight. Um, not only are we expanding our studio with the backdrop, and you'll notice we have a, a blanket underneath us now. It gives us a little bit more, uh, you think it's more comfortable with the blanket, or do you think it's more aesthetically pleasing for the viewers? If anything, it's less comfortable, but my dog made a mess on the couch. Hmm. The secret's out. Yeah. You addressed it, so I had to just... Yeah, you threw it out. That's <laughs> fine. So now we got the, uh... The blanket. I think I'm looking at the YouTube live stream. I think, well, not live stream, but YouTube stream, and I think it looks nice. A little pop of color at the bottom. Little little pop, little sizzle. I mean, we can leave it. Shout out to Paul Banana. We're still rocking his colors from last the week. Massapequa. The Massapequa. What are they? What's their name? The Chiefs. Massapequa Chiefs. We're still rocking those uh, Chiefs. blue and gold colors for them. Shout out Paul Banano. Um, episode 8. We're getting bigger here at the Garage Party Podcast. We have expanded our team. We're super excited to announce this. We uh, About a week ago, it was a pretty short search, I would say. About a week ago, we put out an ad um, that we were looking for a social media coordinator, somebody to run our social media on a day-to-day basis, You know, post for us a couple times, handle messages and things that we receive, DMs, and basically just grow our following and grow our listenership a little bit more. Me and Billy decided it would be a good idea to expand to our team, and we put an ad out there a couple, like a week ago, week and a half ago, and we got some really good responses, really good responses. We conducted a few interviews. Um, you guys may have seen it on our Instagram story, the ad that we posted, but got some good responses. We conducted some interviews, but one candidate just really stuck out to us, and that is Kelly Jean, and she has been hired as our social media coordinator. She is from Nashville, Tennessee. She's an aspiring country singer. Very talented. Go check out her Instagram page, Miss Kelly Jean, and that's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. She's doing a great job. She's full of energy. Uh, We love having her on board and uh, super excited to work with her more going forward. So everything you see on our social media, whether it be uh, Instagram and uh, YouTube, is mostly running through her. So 
Uh, Twitter is us. Twitter, we will be running, and we'll, we just started a, a Twitter the other day. It's Garage Party Pod 1, and that's Party P-R-T-Y, because apparently some bastards decided I'll, to I'll put steal. It, I'll put a thing up on screen. We'll throw a little graphic up on this on the YouTube uh, stream. Apparently some bastards stole Garage Party Podcast. Twitter would not allow us to have Garage Party How Podcast. Somebody they? else has it. I don't know who they are, where they well, get the gall. When you search it, nothing comes up. Yeah, but it's not available. It says it's already that username is already in effect. Yeah, but like still, when you search it, nothing comes up. Yeah, so somebody something we can discuss later. Yeah, so somebody probably just took it and doing God knows what with Sitting it. Sitting on it when we're Sitting the Garage Party podcast. Sitting on gold. But our new Twitter, we just started it up two <laughs> days ago. Uh, we're gonna tweet a lot. Uh, we're gonna leave a little mark on there, which one of us is is doing the tweeting, so you'll know exactly who the tweet came from. But Instagram I broke that trend because I tweeted it out. No, good job. He's already he's already breaking the rules. He's already breaking the rules. We've had the, the Twitter. Tweet wasn't like like a comment. It was just no. Like, it's all right. I know what you tweeted. It's yeah. been it's been a day and a half, and he's already he's already, already fucked it up. up. But the Twitter is going to be us. YouTube, Instagram is Kelly Jean, and we're super excited to have her uh, have her on board the team here at the Garage Party Podcast. What her so. role is going to do is going to help us do what we do best and continue to actually make the content with you and think up ideas and stuff yep. like that. And she's just going to be the one getting it out there for us. Right. We're uh, mostly handling the content creation side. Um, mostly. 100%. 100% handling the content <laughs> creation side. That's right. We actually have a big day on Saturday. We're going to go out and shoot some promos and get some things out there. Uh, some exciting news we have for you that we'll share towards the end of the show uh, for our next program, which will be on a different day. But once again, we'll, I want to know. We'll get. Well, you'll, you'll find out. Stay I'll tuned. Um, we'll get to that towards the end of the program. we got some exciting news to share with you guys. It's a big, exciting day for us here at Garage Party Podcast. Our team is expanding. We're going to integrate a new, fun format that we're going to kind of throw at you guys next week. Uh, we're excited to see how you guys respond to it. Uh, we'll get you the details on that on our social media as well as at the end of this program. But good things happening here at the Garage Party Podcast. Every day we're, uh, we're trying to expand just a little bit more and... So far, so good. So, super excited about the new uh, member of our team. Super excited about the things to come in the future. What else is going on? Good in stuff. Life? So, uh, what's going on in life? Yesterday morning, uh, we had an appointment um, for our dog, me and my girlfriend's dog, Miko. Uh, he's six months old. He turned six months on July 1st, which unfortunately for him meant that it was time to get the old snip snip, the old. Uh, the old neuter, you know, they had, to, thank you, the, uh, made an appointment, took him to the vet yesterday, my girlfriend was all upset, leaving him behind like a child, you know, he, he sleeps with us every night, and all of a sudden, he's just not there, and she was freaking out, and it, everything went fine, surgery went great. She's a concerned mother. She is a concerned mother. Uh, surgery went great, but it really, it got me to thinking, it was so, I felt so bad, because as a man, how can you do that to another man? It's just, it's so hard to, you know, look him in the eye and say, you know what, this is for your for your own good. When really in the back of my head, I'm like, no, it's not. There's, did they, I, I, like, did they say much like about his breed? Like, did they recommend neutering? He was recommended. Yeah, he's a French bulldog. They recommended that because uh, he start humping everything. Yeah, he already has. He already has. He's begun uh, the humping process. Your girlfriend Lauren knows all about that from when she came over last week. <laughs> so he uh, he be he's begun that process. So we figured that uh, it would be best to get him fixed. But I got to tell you, it's tough as a man to do that to another man. I can't think, and I it got me to thinking uh, when we picked him up today. 
is there anything that can be done to me that would be worse than that? Oh, yeah, see? He's not snipped. He's not snipped. <laughs> and look how, you know, he, he just heard, they can actually he hear heard the words. Hear him, but. He heard the word snip. Billy's dog is barking in the background. He heard the word snip, and he's freaking out. But it, really, it got me to thinking, is there anything worse that you can do? Think about it in your own, as in, like, for you. Like, yeah, you could be fucking tortured. Isn't this really, like, a form of torture? Maybe. Like, what? what Maybe. Like, what if it has to happen? <laughs> what if there was, like, a tumor growing in, and you had, like, a third nut coming in? You just had to take the whole all right, I'm not ta- kitten all right. caboodle down. Maybe we we take out deformity and mass growth. Because men get snipped all the time. I know they it's do. It's a simple procedure. I know they do. They don't get actually, like, snipped up. And there we go. See? He doesn't like the word snip. No, it's something else going on in the hallway. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. But anyway, I can't think of anything that I would rather have done to me less than that. I can't think of something that could be worse. Think about it. Let's say I would say if I give you the option, I'm going to take away your left arm surgically. So or would you rather be killed than would, no, 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 lose your no, testicles? No, no, no. In fact, I, sh- I probably should have clarified this before we went down this rabbit hole. Aside from death, which is the worst case scenario in all facets of life, aside from death, what could be worse than losing that as a man? If I like, I, feel, I, feel I think like if I offer the average I, I man out there, I don't want to get crazy dark, but there's definitely stuff that's worse. I'm not, but take torture out of the equation and take like medical problems out of the equation. Yeah, if I offer like, you, I'm gonna remove there's still stuff that's worse. If I say to you, I'm gonna remove all f- four of your toes on each foot, or I'm gonna remove that. Which one would you pick? Four foot. Toes on Four each toes foot. on each foot, or your testicles. Yeah, probably the toes. You're losing the toes. If I say I, I'm going to take away your left hand so, yeah, the or your testicles, you're really asking which which extremities would I rather get removed? Extremities, yes. Obviously, but things other, in not life just that are worse than just losing your testicles. We can get. I mean, we, of course, yes. But if I extremities, but also like, let's say if I I'm going to take away your sense of smell, or Take away your testicles. I don't have that good of a sense of smell now. It's gone. So far, you're 3-0. and oh. you, You've picked three things over losing the testicles. <laughs> if you're going to lose your sense of taste or lose your testicles. This one's harder. That is harder. I agree. I thought about this one myself. Being a big food guy. Fat fuck adventures. Gone. I have to go testicles there. You would lose the testicles. So basically, it comes down nah, to the... taste isn't that important. Well, are kind of important. So basically, it comes down to the old sex or food. <laughs> but is it like if, if, if you had you to just give up, lose your testicles, everything still probably works, no? No. And it just we, not we spoke about this in our like in our little getting ready meeting for the for the program today. Up. You, I can't believe that you think that if you lose your testicles, everything just functions as normal. Might be some stuff missing, but. Some stuff. <laughs> Everything's missing. The whole purpose is gone. This is wrecking my search history. 
I think that there's nothing I would rather have removed off my physical body less than my testicles. I don't think there's anything. If they took, if they somebody offered to me, I'm gonna cut off your left hand or right hand. I'm a righty. I'm gonna cut off your right hand or I'm gonna remove your testicles. I'm sorry. I'll learn to be a lefty. You can't learn to do things the other way without them. So, if you lose them, it can still work, but it's likely you'll have ED. Likely? What is that? Like a ninety-nine percent chance? I'm just reading the first thing of. Okay. Not getting. Numbers. Can you give us uh, where you're reading this? Uh, just as long as like some kind of medical journal, not like Reddit. Yeah, it's Men's Health. Okay, that's good. Well, that's acceptable. You likely get ED and also hormonal issues because that's where the testosterone comes from. That's correct. All this factored in, Billy. Taste or testicles? Taste or testicles? Lost. Lost. Gone. Taste. Forever. Taste. Okay, four and all. <laughs> You're proving my point. And just a couple minutes ago in our in our pre-show meeting, he was like, ah, there's plenty of things I would rather have. Well, yeah, you weren't talking about, like, extremities. These aren't extremities. Your sense of taste is not an like extremity. Like, you were saying there's nothing worse than losing your testicles. I'm like, I could think of worse things than losing your you testicles. You go deaf or you lose your testicles? I couldn't be deaf. Couldn't be deaf. Blind or lose testicles? I couldn't be blind either. So you would pick the testicles? Yeah. You would rather lose the testicles than go deaf? Deaf is close, but blind, definitely not. I couldn't be blind. No, I know. I don't think I could do that either. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to do it. There you go. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think I'm choosing deaf. Blind is tough. I'll give you that. Blind stuff. Deaf, though. What about both? Oh, that's an easy one. Now right? we're getting into some, like, Helen Keller shit. <laughs> that's an easy one. That's right? an easy Well, no, that's not easy. Anything that involves getting rid of the testicles is not easy. So you'd rather have testicles and be deaf and blind? <laughs> I mean, it'd be hard for me to... Use them. You know, I can't find my way to where I got to go. <laughs> but uh, you know what? That may be the one only because without being able to see and hear, it could be very, very difficult to use them in the way that I would like to. And that's the nice way of putting this. We gotta move without this, this becoming I like, like an X-rated podcast. Bad omens into the into the universe. Yeah, I don't it's just it, I felt like you're it's, gonna it's walk an out of here and a vat of acid's gonna fall from the sky onto your eyes and only blind me. Yeah, a vat of acid, huh? That would suck. <laughs> that would suck, <laughs> but I'd still suck. have the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was an interesting debate. It's a bad omen. I thought it was an interesting debate. It's a bad omen. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is a bad omen. I could see that. What do you think, like, this could be a a dangerous question, but oh what, do you, what do you think <laughs> What do you think our significant others would choose for us? Do you think they Depends would? Depends what day you ask them. Do you th- 
Do you think they would rather us go blind and deaf or lose the testicles? Blind I think, I think it's perfectly. Like I think a, it's like I think you said a, it perfectly. I a, think it's a big burden on them. Yeah, it is. Very interesting. I know one thing <laughs> that uh, you know. So we, we're going to get into the UFC 251 a little bit later on because uh, you know we did a whole preview show the other day and there were some good fights. So we'll we'll touch base on that a little bit later in the show. But one of the things that amazed me about that evening, um, aside from the spectacle of Abu Dhabi and. Uh, the fights, the three title fights, and Page and Rose and Rebus. No, no wardrobe malfunction. Powerhouse names. No, uh, no nips were were whipped out in Abu Dhabi yet. Still got another two events there. Um, one of the things that amazed me about that night is Billy and his girlfriend Lauren came over to watch him, and we learned a little revelation about you and what you're like to live with. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, Billy doesn't always do complete his end of the deal when he goes to the bathroom. Sometimes I forget. Once again, putting it mildly. Sometimes I forget <laughs> to flush the bowl. I don't even know what to say to you. Sometimes I forget. You go, and then you go in the shower, mm-hmm. and then you just walk right by the toilet. You think that's a common problem? You think a lot of people share in that? I mean, she went to uh, Home Goods. And found a sign. Oh, we've got to post that, too. That says it doesn't flush itself. So, obviously, there's other people out there like me. But there's got to be, like, a a problem when you need to hang instructions on the completion of your... Oh, here we go. Thanks, Lauren. So, there you go. That is... you I'm had saying, to. This is just helping my point. Like, if there's a sign, I don't think anything is helping your point in this case. There's nothing that could possibly make you look better. I'm not in this justifying case. not flushing the toilet, but I'm justifying that <laughs> there's other that. people that do it. I'm sure there's a sign. There I is. Make it. There is. So apparently, it is a common problem. It's like a mass-produced. Yep. It's true. It's true. I, Barcode. Clearly, other people. You're absolutely right. Clearly, other people have this as well, but. Is the, so what do you think is the point where you where she got to a point where she had to say you know what he needs instructions in the bathroom I gotta hang this. I think she just how many it was t- funny. how many times are we talking here? I think she just thought it was funny since we lived here. Yeah, no, I, let's just throw a number on the entire relationship. Obviously, you can't be specific, but try to ballpark it. It's probably single digits. Single digits. Okay. She's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. She said it's, it's disgusting. More than ten times though, I've done it. More than ten. We've lived here since January, and in the time that we've been together, or since we've lived here. To- totality of the relationship. Definitely more than ten times. Ten. Okay. More than ten. More than ten. I haven't said anything about it until we moved here. Okay. So, like, how would I know? She doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it's not, the not great. to leave shit. <laughs> I mean, what's... If there's anywhere I'm going to leave shit, it's got to be in well, that bowl. At least you're putting it in the right area. <laughs> it's in the right place. <laughs> it's where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we'd be having a very different conversation if you weren't even getting in the bowl. <laughs> this would be a very, very different conversation if Billy couldn't even hit the target. 
I mean, it's one thing if he leaves it on the target, Give but me that much credit. <laughs> <I get it. laughs> At I least get he, he gets it, it in the right supposed to go. Yeah, he he gets it in the right zip code. He's in the right area, <laughs> so he's got that going for him. But Billy now needs instructions to go to the bathroom, and there's the proof. No? <laughs> Do you think there's anything worse when you live with with a person to find? What do you think is worse? To like, like disgusting wise, eh, shit's yeah. probably the top of the list. Top of the list. I agree. I thought about this too. I can't think of anything that would be much worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you you acknowledge your, you know. I don't do it on purpose. Like, hey, check this out. Yeah. Well, then uh, that's a whole other issue if that's the case. Forget. He forgets. Forget. We all get forgetful. We all get forgetful. Interesting stuff. Good stuff from Billy. Good stuff from Billy this week. Since the sign I, I mentioned today, I'm batting a thousand. You are batting a thousand since the sign. The sign's been up what? Three days? Two days? Twenty-four hours. Twenty-four hours. Wow. Yeah. At what point does the sign just become? Because I feel like we have stuff hanging in I'm our bathroom. Forget to read the sign soon. All right. So that was my next question. I we have stuff re- hanging in our bathroom that I seldom look at. And when I moved out of my old house, I was packing things that I didn't even know we were there. And I lived there my whole life. And I didn't even realize they were there. I think you just you black out things. So at what point does this just become another another piece of art honest, in the bathroom? I've been in there. I've gone in the bathroom a few times. I've read it maybe once. Maybe once. Okay. So it's just a matter of time before that becomes irrelevant. Funny, you're, back, you're back to your old ways. It's funny. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I've been no, I've been mentally like trying to remember to flush the toilet. Sounds <laughs> fucked up, but <laughs> it's really when I shower. So like the pre-shower dump. Yep. You start the water before you go to the bathroom? No. No, I'm I'm usually on the bowl for like a little while before I start to start the water. I like to take my time in the bathroom as well. I do. It's one of my people. I people will com- say it all the time to me. They're like, "You honestly take the longest crap ever." But it's not that it's I'm. It's not like you're you're not going the whole time. No, no. You. I mean, you can't. I'm in there sometimes approaching thirty five, forty minutes. Yeah, I'm in there reading. You know, that's where I catch up on my information. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm scrolling through I'm, Twitter, I'm watching TikTok videos. I'm yeah. That's how I get caught up on the day. Reading articles. That's right. Sets my day off perfectly. I'm Maybe informed. watching watching some Quibi. Some Quibi, yep. I be you turned me on to Quibi. Got a couple shows that I've uh, I've taken a liking to on Quibi. Sometimes I even take it in the shower. Quibi to me, well, I put I it up on the windowsill. I don't do that. Hey, in the shower, I you know, I got to draw the line somewhere. All right. I have to. I can't just you know have watch, TV everywhere. Watch a show. I mean, I love TV as much as the next guy, but I can't have it everywhere. It's only eight minutes episode, so if you just leave it on, you know. Queeby is the best invention. Maybe people are out there listening to the Garage Party podcast right now in the shower. Better yet, on the toilet. Either or. And I highly suggest that they flush. Yeah. Highly suggest it. Otherwise, you're going to end up with one of these in your bathroom. Don't forget, guys. Doesn't flush itself. Don't forget. Don't forget. See, that might even be, like, a better uh, sign to put up. Don't forget? Yeah, because it's almost, like, threatening. It is f- Like, if it, it was one of these wood signs and it said, That's don't more for- comic. Yeah, this is funny. But if Agreed. it said, don't forget or else, I might yeah. look up and be like, oh, shit, what did, what did I forget? Yeah, I agree. Literally. Metaphorically, literally. Oh, shit. Like, damn. 
I mean, how many things can you really forget in the bathroom? I mean, to brush your teeth? Shampoo? How many things can you possibly forget? What's worse? If someone who doesn't brush their teeth or someone who accidentally sometimes forgets to flush? Doesn't brush their teeth. You mean all the time or accidentally sometimes? Yeah, like they, they seldom brush their teeth. Seldom? What yeah. is that, like one out of seven? Seldom is, yeah, one out of seven. One day a <laughs> week? By far, not brushing your teeth. By far. See? Especially now with the masks that we got to wear? I brush my teeth. Every day. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I always walk around with a thing of gum now. Cause yeah, you got that mask on, you're, just, you're breathing in your own breath. Yeah, you have you're lunch, brushing. you have, like, garlic bread. Yeah, come on. If you're brushing your teeth once every seven times, that kind of clip is going to get you fired. <laughs> You should be, like, released from your place of residence, evicted. One one every seven times? That's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have to worry about it for too long because your teeth are probably going to fall out of your head. Yeah. No, that's 100% worse. 100% worse. At one out I, of, one out of seven? My teeth. If you said six out of seven or five out of seven, maybe that would have been an argument. Still two days a week where your breath smells like... Absolute crap. Yeah. It's terrible. But it's I feel good. like the shock of going into the bathroom and finding what like you if, left like behind is worse sometimes. Casey just gets home and she goes over to you and all of a sudden she gets close to you and you just get yeah, just punched like in the face. Lower with back with like a really, really bad breath. Yeah, that would be. Either way, I'm saying like. I tell if, you what. If, that she, would... if her breath just like. Punched you like square in the face and almost leveled you. If it was my breath, it would make the no testicle decision a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's pretty bad. Not brushing your teeth is pretty bad. Bad bathroom habits. What a show we got today. (laughs) Not brushing your teeth and not flushing the toilet. Long showers. Speaking of bathrooms, the best invention to the bathroom since toilet paper, Queeby. Okay. The best invention to the bathroom. Since toilet paper. Since toilet paper. I mean, think about the things that you use in the bathroom. You use your toothbrush, toothpaste, toilet would, paper. Instead of all just things Quibi, that are essential. I would, I would just say, like, a phone in general. Well, actually. Queeby. Queeby to me. You could put me in there with a magazine or a newspaper. Mm. I'm not a big. Sudo- uh, I'm not usually a hard copy reader in the bathroom. I'm more of a. I'll read some articles on Twitter, I'll read the post, you know. I like to dabble in some different things. The Athletic has some good content that I'll check out. Um, but Queeby is just fantastic because it, it's almost... How many episodes Queeby you watch? While going to the bathroom? Yeah, one second. Usually one, an epi- usually one episode per bathroom trip. Okay. And I usually save the... I won't watch the episode out of the bathroom. Like, I won't watch an episode outside so that's of the, the bathroom. the only way you get through a season is if you... If I go to the bathroom a lot. Okay. So if I get, like, a stomach flu, I can bang out three seasons of a show. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've done. I have done, yeah. I've gotten uh, food poisoning in the last, uh, like, two months ago. And I had Queeby there with me. Kept me company the whole time. Great show. Hashtag Free Ray Sean. I flew through that like you wouldn't believe. I think I started that and I wasn't into it. I watched uh, Most Dangerous Game. Okay. I like that one. Some of the things on there are, uh, eh. Shit. Eh. Yeah, quite frankly. Yeah. But some of the things on there are very entertaining. Very entertaining. I got You got me into a show on Queeby. I forget the name of it. Killer gets in, like, an Uber. 
Oh, uh, I gotta look it up. I watched like six episodes and I, I, I just, I fell off on it. I fell off on it too. But I'll put the, the name right now. The Queeby format, where every episode, in, in case you're unfamiliar with Queeby, Queeby is basically you. Uh, it's television shows that are the now Stranger. F- the Stranger. Boom. There you go. Television shows that are now filmed and edited to be only between like nine and eighteen minutes per episode. So it's basically like if you're going to the bathroom, it's perfect. It is perfect. You sit down. You relax. Is there eighteen minute episodes? I think. The longest episode of Free Ray Sean was like 17, 16, 18 minutes, something like something in that. I thought 16, everything had to be range. under 10 minutes to even be on the platform. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You may have just watched two in one sitting. And I you didn't definitely get up could have. I did yeah. Free Ray Sean while I. Uh, I'm looking right now. Okay. On Free Ray Sean, you got six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, seven minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, nine minutes. Okay, so everything under minutes, 10. 10 minutes, 9 minutes. Understandable. 6 minutes, 8 minutes. Okay. 7 minutes, 6 minutes. All right, six minutes, we get the idea. Get it. We get That's the, the whole idea. season. We get the, right now. Yeah, we get the point. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go back and do that for me again? The uh, Queeby, though, great for the toilet. Great. I'm telling you, take it from me, big bathroom guy. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. A lot of free plugs. You know what? We're just giving away free plugs like Oprah. I don't think Quibi needs it. We're giving away stuff like Oprah here. Quibi's getting a plug. We're giving it another Two one pretty Banners soon. Two Day Banners deserves it. Two Day Banners got a plug. We're just giving stuff away around here. Speaking of plugs, we got another one coming up. We do have another one coming up. But first, I want to talk about the UFC. Yeah. I want to talk about UFC 251. We did our big preview show last week. Billy was all excited for Jorge Masvidal. I told you before the fight, I told you in the preview that it was a win-win situation for him. Because even if he went in there and got absolutely dominated by Kamaru Usman, which he by no way did. I mean, he hung with him the whole time, and they went the full five rounds. Yeah, Kamaru just wrestled, out-wrestled Kamaru did what he had to do. He got the win. He didn't take any unnecessary risks. He did what he had to do. But Hori Masvidal, I told you before the fight that it was a win-win situation for him because he went in there on six days. I yeah, didn't, I didn't look into that. That is the first time <laughs> I have ever seen somebody utilize a foot stomp, literally stepping on somebody's toes since like the third grade. That's the first time I've seen it, and it was used in a UFC fight. Yeah, I don't think it bothered Jorge that much. He didn't care. He must have gotten he must have gotten his toe stepped on at least seventy five times, at least. But it was it was big for him. Got his name out there even more. Um, they did seven figures. They and they'll, one, and they they'll be one, a rematch. They did 1.3 million pay-per-view buys, which I feel like a lot of that is due to Jorge Masvidal. Yep. And uh, he was getting a percentage of that pay-per-view, so he got a nice payday out of it. He yep. got his foot stomped on. He did. He took a trip to Dubai. Oh, no. Abu, Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was it was a big career move for him. And if he gets a rematch, it's another he big will. fight. He will. He said it's another seven-figure by fight, probably. Yep, and after the fight, you could hear him. Uh, the mic picked it up when he was congratulating Kamaru Usman. He said, I'm going to go get a couple wins, and I'll I'll see you in a bit. And they'll yeah. fight again, for sure. He's going to have to win a couple bouts here and there, but he'll be back. He's not going anywhere, Jorge Masvidal. I told you before, win-win situation. Six days' notice. It really, as exciting as it would have been and as unprecedented as it would have been for him to come into Abu Dhabi on six days' notice and beat Usman, one of the best ever in UFC for that belt, it would have been great. It would have been super exciting, but you know what? Six days' notice. Just not not uh, 
I'll feasible. Tell you, he had a better day out there than Jose Aldo. He did have a better day out there than that Jose Aldo. Longest stoppage. One of the worst, worst. And I've only been watching UFC for a short period of time compared to you. You've been watching it for many years. I think you've said it on this show before. You were watching like UFC 60 or something crazy like that. Yeah. I've only been watching it for a couple of years. That is one of the worst displays by a referee I have ever seen in my life. And if you didn't see the fight, I'm sure you can go find it on YouTube now. He took on – Jose Aldo took on Piotr Jan. And Piotr Jan in the third round, was it? Fourth round? Maybe it was the fifth round. I don't even – I forgot. It wasn't the fifth. Maybe the fourth or third or fourth, fourth round. Piotr Jan, who at the – it was – Jose Aldo looked good in, like, the first round. Piotr Jan probably was better throughout the fight. But in the fourth round, Piotr Jan really took over. I think he won all three rounds prior to it. And yeah, then. but Jose Aldo looked better than he did in the deciding round. But Piotr Jan – knocks down Jose Aldo and is just absolutely – Jose Aldo's busted open at this point. Blood is pouring all over the octagon. Piotr he's, Jan he's is just, just – He's just covering up. He's not covering fighting up. back. He's not fighting. Piotr Jan is just absolutely wailing him over and over and over again as the referee sits there and does absolutely nothing. And every referee had – was not every referee, excuse me. All the commentators were screaming – how is this fight still going on? How yeah. has he not called a stop we, to this? We were, we, were, uh, we were actually watching the Joe Rogan live stream. Yeah, we were and he simultaneously was listening to the Joe Rogan fight companion, and he was just appalled because it was, it was brutal to watch. You know, you you, it's one thing to be a fan, and it is a brutal sport. Even you know, all the time, it's a brutal sport. But when it goes too far, it's there's something really offsetting about it. Yeah. And that was one of those times. I mean, when you think about what UFC is, and you just said it best, it's a brutal sport. It is what it is. It's two guys in a ring that are basically allowed to do anything they want to each other with the exception but of a few things being here a and there. referee there is the only to, thing that's to moderate it that part right from being a some barbaric street fight right from from it becoming basically just an absolute shit show for lack of a better term. And that's what this fight in the fourth round, I think it was, became. It became an absolute shit show. As Piotr Jan was just absolutely hammering Jose Aldo with no stoppage called by the referee until it was absolutely Piotr way too late. Like seemed like he was basically looking at the referee like, how many, how many more it. times do I have to punch this guy in the side of the head with him just covering up before yeah. you're going to call a stop to this? How much longer can I possibly do this? Absolutely unbelievable. I'm, I've never seen anything like it. And give a lot of credit to Dana White because I'm not sure that a lot of commissioners would have done this. He, we'll, get, we'll get into another thing that he did afterwards, but I'm not sure a lot of commissioners are – you never hear a commissioner uh, criticizing the referees or the umpires or the line judges. You never hear any of that from a commissioner. Never. Not in any sport. I don't care what it is. You won't hear it. Dana White comes out after the fight and says, we got to analyze what we're doing with our referees. Because that was one of the worst displays I've ever seen. That's what he says. That's what Dana White, the commissioner of the UFC, says. And he also made another comment on the Volkanovski-Holloway fight about how poor the judges were. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. And we could transition to that now. We could talk about Volkanovski-Holloway, which was another really good fight. But to everybody's eye, watching that fight, um, Holloway had it. I mean, I don't. Care. We were watching it, and we both said the same thing. So, like, I had Max giving the first two for sure. Yep, ten nine rounds. The third was like a toss up, but a toss up at best for Volkanovski. Yeah, super, super close. Super close. Easily could have gone Holloway's way, but a toss up at best is the third round. And then the fourth and fifth rounds were close as well, but but probably ten nine probably towards Volkanovski. Right. So I could have seen the decision going to Volkanovski depending on how they judge that third round 
But when they give the scorecard back, and it was 49-46, was that what they gave them? I think so. Unanimous? 49-46? Or something – Something. we got to look it up. Cause you can look it up. Uh, either way, to the person watching that fight, if you're watching that fight and you don't know much about how UFC scoring is done and how uh, judges – basically make their determinations on a fight, you would think that Holloway won that fight hands down. Because that's what I felt. That's what Billy felt. Everybody, I think, felt that way. Hell, even Dana White felt that way with the comments that he made in his post-show press conference. I mean, everybody felt that Holloway had won that fight. And then you go to the judge's decision after the five rounds, and they give it to Volkanovski. And listen, I like Volkanovski a lot. He's one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. He did not deserve to win that fight. I don't care what you tell me. He just he did not deserve to win that fight. That could have been easily Max Holloway's. Oh, so it was a split decision. Belt. It was a split decision. As the, at the end. So like one judge did have, Holloway winning. Okay. But it was forty-eight forty-seven. So they gave the le- the final three rounds to Volkanovski. Which, if you watch the fight, probably shouldn't have happened. Probably should not have happened. You could make a case that Holloway won not only the first the three rounds, that, but the also maybe the fourth The judge that did give Holloway the win gave him the first two, Volkanovski the third, and then gave Holloway the, t- the fifth. So how can he possibly pick? Because he definitely didn't win the fifth round. That's a, no. a thousand percent he didn't win the fifth or fourth round. Nope. So even the guy who I feel got the decision right, his scorecard I don't agree with. Because there's no way you can watch that fifth round and give Max Holloway the win. None of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. Like I said, if you were watching that fight live or if you want to go back and take a look at it, you're going to come to the determination that Holloway deserved to win that fight. There's no, I don't think there's – I mean, clearly there's another way to look at it, but Dana White says – we got to start reanalyzing how we're handling our judges and our referees here. Cause I think it's that just wasn't the system, great. too, because um, that fight would made me read into it a little bit, and then I came across uh, Verdict MMA. It was that Holloway-Volkanovsky 2 fight that brought me to find Verdict. Verdict and, MMA, uh, great app. Awesome app. Um, great app. And just a much better system because you're – you're having the fans. It doesn't have to necessarily be the fans if they implemented it in the UFC, but you're having the fans live score yep. the fights by round. And I'll say this about Verdict MMA too: it is a great way if you're a casual UFC fan for you to learn how scoring works. Yeah. Because I think when you're watching a fight, like I did last night with the fight night, Qatar versus uh, Ige, you can watch the fight. And like you said, live score it. and ten nine, ten eight, however you feel the fight. And then went. you also see. Who your how your friends are scoring each yeah. round, and um, you can compete with your friends. Yeah. You gain, and, gain XP. It's and a, as it's you're a watching, you're not really like guessing how everyone's viewing it. You're seeing how thousands of people. Yeah. If you swipe over, you see how thousands of people are scoring it. Yep, and, and you it see gives where you, you line yeah, up compared to everybody you, uh, else. Gives you an up to the second judge of how the fight is going. Yeah, to the decimal point. Yep. Big shout-out to Verdict MMA. We found that. You found that, what was that, the other day? Oh, yeah, I uh, came across them on Instagram after that fight, and uh, they had posted their 
consensus of their the pe- their followers, the people who scored their fight live, and had everyone had Max Holloway winning. So when you have, you know, it's one thing when there's three people. Can you really be down on them for three people seeing that no. it goes Volkanovski's way? But if it's a thousand people, it's hard to disagree with a thousand people. Right. I mean, or it, well, multiple thousands. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're when you're on the Verdict MMA app and go download it and you'll see it, um, you see how basically the UFC world feels about how these fights are going. You see what how they would have scored it. Yeah, um, and it gives you just a really good insight into scoring fights. And you can and make picks and everything too. Beforehand. You can make picks. It's a great app to have with your friends. You can kind of go back and forth and uh, make bets off of uh, your picks of each. And they have every event. It doesn't have to be necessarily a pay-per-view. They have fight nights. They got the pay-per-views. Everything. And you can go ahead and you can make picks in advance for the next couple uh, next couple events. So, Big shout out us. to Verdict so MMA. Download it and then give us a follow. Yeah, download Verdict MMA and um, you, you'll enjoy it. You'll definitely enjoy it. Which we were even talking about possibly doing a live stream for uh, the Stipe versus DC fight. Right. Which ties into our announcement for next week. Oh, let me finish this one. Go ahead. And uh, we'll live score it on Verdict and you guys can follow along and score it with us and see how we're scoring it as the fight's going on. Yeah. I think that'll be a cool little wrinkle that we can add to the show. Uh, Stipe Cormier, uh, UFC 252, taking place We do our August. own little Joe Rogan fight companion type deal. Yeah, taking place August 15th. I think uh, me and Billy, we're going to set up a live stream. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube, and you'll be able to kind of watch us watch the fight. We can't show you the fight because of copyright issues, but you can kind of have the fight on in the background. You can have us on in the background while you're watching the fight and just kind of see uh, you know, our thought process as the fights take place. It's a good card. It's shaping up to be a good one. I know we'll they, just, they just added Sean O'Malley, one of our favorites to the card. Yeah, we'll eat some food. Grab some food. We'll have a good time. Some and, whiskey. Uh, some Buffalo Trace whiskey and uh, some Verdict MMA. So you'll be able to kind of score along with us um, and see what we think of the fights that are taking place. So I think uh, that'll be cool. That'll be a, a cool little thing that we'll integrate into the show. And we want to do more of that. And I think yep. that that, uh, that ties into our announcement. Which um, our dry run coming up. Yeah, so we're going to so UFC 252 is going to be our live stream that we're hoping to really garner a lot of buzz about. We want a lot of people to check us out on that uh in accompaniment with Verdict MMA, we're going to do that and we're going to try to make that as big as possible. But in the meantime, for our local listeners, and again, we're from Bayside, Queens, and right down the road from us, about 9 minutes down the road is City Field. So on next Thursday, July 24th, I believe, right? July 24th? 24th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard 4 Time. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. The first pitch is thrown on the New York Mets 2019-2020 season after all of the quarantine and the, hustle, the absolute arguments that were taking place between the Players Association and the players and the owners and all the animosity that was built up over the last couple months. The first pitch will finally be thrown on the 2019-20 season. And we want you to join us for it. We're going to do a live stream on our YouTube. We're going to live stream ourselves watching opening day for the New York Mets. Hopefully Jacob DeGrom's on the hill. I know he just got an MRI 
a couple days ago, but everything came back clean, so hopefully he's on the hill. We're going to live stream that, and you can get to kind of see us watch the Mets game. So basically, you're watching the Mets game. You can have us on in the background. We'll be watching it as well, giving you some insight, a few laughs, and um, I think it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. That's going to be our dry run for the uh, UFC 252 preview. Thought it would be a good thing to kind of get our Mets fan followers. And if it goes well, something we can do more of. We can definitely do it more consistently. We try. We tried out the um, – we tested out the system. We tested out um, – how it works and so far everything has come back without a hitch we have a score bug so you'll be able to watch us if you're only watching us we'll give you updates on the game there'll be a little score bug at the bottom of our screen you'll get to see the score you'll get to see what inning it is and you'll get to see how many outs there are so uh if you're following us and if you're if you're not able to watch the game for whatever reason you want to throw us on we'll give you the updates and if you want to have the game on and you want to watch us as well that's awesome so we'll have a good time doing that next thursday and again that's going to start at four o'clock and that is only going to be on our YouTube. We can't do it on Spotify. We could post a link other places, but... We could post a link other places, but it to, won't be the same. You'll have um, to check out on uh, YouTube. But it's going to be an exclusively... So we'll probably, we'll probably tweet out YouTube. the link. We'll probably put it other places, yeah. but... Exclu- we're gonna, we'll say exclusively YouTube for now, because I think that's the best way to go about it. I think exclusively YouTube, because if you're going to listen to us on Spotify after the fact, it's not going to make a lot of sense. So, um, exclusively YouTube, live stream, July 24th. 4 p.m. New York Mets versus the Atlanta Braves live from City Field. We won't be there. Nobody will, aside from the players. But be sure to check out you the Garage Party doing, podcast. Uh, for eighty-six dollars, you can send in a picture of yourself. I did see that, and, and I thought about it. They'll do a cardboard cutout of you. Yep, in the stands. That's right. You want to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Eighty-five bucks is a little steep. Eighty-six bucks. Eighty-six. Oh, I see why they did that. Nineteen eighty-six. Yep. Yeah, there's a good way to wrestle an extra dollar away from people. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. Oh, we won the World Series. Too bad they didn't win the World Series in nineteen ninety-nine. They I mean, could have gotten even more money. They could have done nineteen sixty-nine, but <laughs> yeah, I don't the think I, still. I don't think anybody's team. playing nineteen hundred dollars <laughs> to have a cardboard of themselves sitting city field. Well, sixty-nine dollars. I'm saying sixty-nine dollars. Well, that would make sense. Or nineteen dollars and sixty nine cents. Ah, that would make more sense. Eighty six bucks is a little steep. I'd be in. For that, you'd be in. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Yeah. But eighty six is, I think, ridiculous. I wonder if they send it back to you, or if you if it stays there all season. <laughs> I mean, it's only thirty games. And then at the end of the thirty, do they send it to you? Like you keep your cutout. <laughs> <laughs> the things that that thing has seen, huh? <laughs> Every game. I've always wanted season tickets. I just thought that it would be me who had them, not my cardboard cutout. <laughs> 86 bucks, huh? That's I'm telling you, if you – and listen, you'll find out on Thursday. <laughs> I am as big a Mets fan as you're going to come across. Billy's a huge Mets fan as well. There is not a league in the – there is not an organization in the league that can squeeze a dollar more than the New York Mets can. There's just not. There is not. So – 86 bucks for a cardboard cutout when, in reality, you could probably go to a game at this time of year because they're, they're usually out of it by now. I bet we can call two-day banners and get something a little better. Usually in, at this time of year, late July, you can go to a game for like 20 bucks on StubHub because they're just in fourth place with no shot at reaching the Nationals or Braves who are in first place. So 86 bucks for a cardboard cutout of myself <laughs> to sit there seems a little ridiculous. 86 is probably more 
than I've paid in the last three years to send myself to City Field. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've spent some money because I've gone to opening days and stuff, but a late July game, or I, maybe you're, I don't even know if you're getting season tickets for the 86 bucks. It literally might be that one game. It m- I might spend close to $86 a season sometimes. Because if they get so many entries, you might get, they just have to rotate the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> Everybody's got to get a shot. They're not going to get. They're not going to sell out the stadium with cardboard. Um, no, they're not going to sell out the stadium with cardboard. But I think if Just I the if I read time it, seats, if I read it correctly, it's only the prime time seats because they they want as so like amazing as this sounds, where like everything that's on camera, everything like, that's on camera, so that your cardboard cutout could potentially be seen. What if it gets fucking drilled with a with a foul ball? Yeah, right off the break in your eighty six dollar. Kind of like Drew Barrymore in Fever Pitch, where she just slumps down on her yeah, chair. Yeah, with her laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cardboard cutout, eighty six bucks. I want it if if I buy a cutout and it's sitting. <laughs> no, I'd be I'd be pissed. Front row of the third baseline. I would be pissed. I've always wanted a foul ball. If my cardboard cutout gets one before me, I will be livid. Livid. <laughs> Leave it to the Mets, man. 86 bucks to not even get, go. You just get like a rogue uh, groundskeeper that goes and starts writing mustaches and dicks <laughs> on people's faces. And I think that this is something that like a lot of teams are doing around the league, but oh, man. Yeah. Almost $100. $100. To not go to the game. They got to make up for all the lost sales and ticket sales and beer sales and food sales somehow. Basically what you're making when you get this cardboard cutout is you're making a donation to the Mets. You're saying the Mets need this. 100%. I want Mookie Betts next next offseason. Here's my $100. It's a booster club. So the Mets are one big booster club. That's a booster club. And again, I love them. They're my team since I was a kid. I love them. But $100 to not even go <laughs> for a cardboard cutout to sit in the stands. I got to tell you, they better have some deal with SNY where they show every one of those cardboard cutouts on TV. Because the people who buy these things better get their money's worth. They better at least see themselves on TV in cardboard cutout form if they're going to pay $100 for this. I'm sure they can set it up where all of them will be scene maybe they'll even have like camera swipes instead of cutting to fans cut to people's dumb stupid selfies cardboard selfies yeah <laughs> yeah a thousand percent it's gonna happen especially if they sell out all of them like all of the ones that you know all the prime time seating like the whole 100 level yeah just fucking cardboard there's no way that they're selling out that whole 100 level you mean to tell me the one? Let's see. It's a lot of sick, what's the capacity of City Field? Uh, I think it's like twenty something thousand. Nah, it's more than that. I think it's like thirty-seven thousand. I think it's like, like forty-eight. I think it's forty-eight. Google it, but I think it's forty-eight. I, I'm gonna say thirty-seven. Just you say might, City you're Field. Pro, you're you're a big ballpark guy. You're yeah, probably right. City Field capacity. I think forty. Forty-one. Forty-one. Okay. So I was actually closer. So the lower bowl, which is the the field level, probably has. You don't even have to look this up, but I would say the lower level probably has 12,000 seats. Is that a fair estimate? Mm-hmm. Less? More? Where am I going wrong? See, I don't know if capacity is actually true amount of seats. 
Forty-one thousand, I think, might include standing room, but and club and yeah, everything but, like that. But it doesn't matter. I, the lower level probably so I think has, you might be I a little high with like, twelve thousand, right. but nine. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's say you mean to tell me that there are nine thousand people out there that are going to give the Mets a hundred dollars for a cardboard cutout to sit in the front level. And I don't. And again, I I could be wrong on this because I may have read it incorrectly. But I think that there are certain people, season ticket holders in particular, who want their cardboard cutout to be in their seat. So it's sixteen hundred just dug out to dug out because that's the Delta three hundred and sixty club. Okay. So it's sixteen hundred alone there. Just right there. Okay. Yeah. In the, in dug out to dug out. That's almost. So 2, then you 000. branch out. It's probably like another two thousand. Okay. So. Regardless. 3,500. Regardless. It, it doesn't matter because th- silly, there are not thousands of people. Silly Mets fans. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Once they're, you once you said 1,000, it, it was there. over. They're out there. I oh, think they'll sell God. all of them. You know what's crazy, too? I think, they'll fill the Delta Club. I think a lot of these – I think a lot of the season ticket holders who are getting this want their cardboard cutout to be in their seat that they would normally be in for the season. Yeah. Which may not even be in the field level. So now you got to have some schmohawk who works at City Field go up to the upper level with your cardboard cutout you think they're and laminated? put it in row 16. What? You think they're laminated? $86? They should have a GoPro on them <laughs> so I can at least watch the game from my seat. A 360 camera? Yeah. God. That would be something. Now, you see? Now that's innovative. Now that, maybe I'm paying 100 bucks for I could tap into my cardboard cut at any time and it look has at City like Field. has like two lenses in the eyes in the of eyes, your, yeah. your uh, thing. They can kind of move like around. In, like in Dodgeball. Almost like a weird Met fan Mona Lisa. The uh, Ben Stiller cutout in Dodgeball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now now you're talking. Mets, get on that one. Right? They're getting better, Michelle. Yes. Laser. <laughs> Taser. Blazer. <laughs> and Michelle. 86 bucks. The balls on them. The balls. Imagine that. A lot of ball talk today. Testicles. Balls. Neutering. Yeah. McGiblets. When did we say McGiblets? I just like that name. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's from the league. It's not a testicles. I just thought that it fit. The Equipmunk? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Equipmunk? Nicely done. You have another joke for the people today? No, I'm out. Damn. I'm all right. Out. You're going to have to come back for uh, episode nine and see if you have two jokes. It's a lot, it's a lot of pressure on me. A lot of pressure. i got to yeah. make you laugh twice. It's it's a lot of pressure to Google jokes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure to type in good jokes. <laughs> good show today, Billy. I thought this episode eight's a good one. What, what, what's our time? What are we up to? 54 minutes. 54 minutes. Not bad. Shout out. Kelly Jean, our new social media manager. Shout out to uh, Variety MMA. Nope. Verdict. Verdict MMA. Bad job by me, huh? Well, I'll fix that later. Yeah. Shout out Kelly Jean, our new social media manager. Super excited to have her on uh, as a member of the team. Shout out Verdict MMA. We're going to do a live stream, UFC 252. Hope you join on us our, on there. On our Twitter is our uh, usernames on there. You can follow us. Yep. So go to Verdict. You download the app, Verdict MMA, and then you'll see on our Twitter our Verdict MMA usernames. You, once you're there, it's an easy prompt, and you'll be able to find us pretty quickly and easily. And uh, follow us, and we'll have some fun. UFC 252, August 15th, with our live stream. So good stuff. Also, shout out to Two Day Banner for getting us our nice 
new background for our studio here very quickly. I don't think I've ever seen anything produced and shipped and delivered nearly as quickly as Two Day Banner got us. Very this affordably thing. too. Very, uh, just a great job overall by Two Day Banner, bringing us this nice, uh, this nice backdrop here. So, a lot of good stuff happening with the uh, with the podcast. Hope you'll join us for episode nine um, as we inch towards our tenth episode. Double digits, Billy. You ever think we'd make it? I did. I did too. Hundred episodes. Now that that's a milestone right there. We'll be there. Episode nine will be next Friday, um, but make sure to join us Thursday for the New York Mets opening day live stream exclusively on YouTube. So if you're listening on Spotify, be sure you go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe, and you'll get a little notification on Thursday at 4 o'clock when we pop up with our live stream. You'll be able to watch us as we watch the Mets hopefully win. God only knows there's a good chance this game is like 13 nothing in the third inning. Who knows? But we're going to be with you for the duration. So be sure to check us out on Thursday at 4 p.m. on our YouTube and uh, be sure to subscribe all the usual places. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google po- Google Podcast or Google Play? Google Podcast. Google Podcast. See, I said Google Play in the beginning. I think it's the same store. When I opened the uh, show, I said Google Play. I think it's the same thing. Mm, bad job by me. All right, Google Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us everywhere. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. New Twitter, Garage Purdy. 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 P-R-T-Y. Why? Because I got to. What's that from? Is that a Dumb and Dumber? No, it's the mask. Jim Carrey, you were oh. close, though. <laughs> Garage Party, P-R-T-Y, Podcast 1. Some bastard stole Garage Party Podcast, so unfortunately we had to become purdy. We are purdy. We are purdy. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Good stuff. Garage Party Podcast, Episode 8, Billy.